welcome. It's that time. Yeah, once again, the Patriot Radio News Hour for over two decades right here. One of the longest-running financial shows in the world today. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com where we try to keep all of you in the know, uh, all the articles, the videos, uh, all the information on our medals program or IRAs or whatever it may be, the social media. We got it all out there. Uh, Woke up this morning, Arlene texted me. She was under the weather. So for those of you that are picking up today, if you're lucky enough, uh, my wife, my lovely, beautiful wife is here today and filling in for at least for a little while and uh everybody if you if you've never met her when you see her you're like how did he do that because she's got mental problems i mean it's obvious i mean look at me then you look at her then you look at me again you're like it doesn't add up but that's what i do and that's why so many people i think can take what i say and know it must be true because look at how well i married 800-951-0592. That is the toll-free number. Before I forget, because I'm I'm not really good at this stuff, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there, because tomorrow I may not remember that it's this weekend. And then my mom, her birthday is tomorrow. Uh, So happy birthday to my mommy. She's, uh, she's, I won't say, I guess you don't say people's ages anymore, but let's just say that uh, she's getting up there. Uh, But happy birthday to my mom and happy Mother's Day to all you moms out there. That's a tough job. It really is, especially since just about everybody in the country now has to be mom. A lot of them have to be mom and dad. And, of course, mom, dad, and I got to work. But that's the new America that we live in today. I will tell you that I've been, uh, there was a a new announcement out of Casey Research. Uh, Doug Casey, I know a lot of you follow him, uh, talking about a pending event coming on July the 21st, uh, having to do with, that, that coincides, by the way, with a G20 meeting, uh, and they believe... Uh, I didn't get all the way through it. It was it's a it's a pretty long video. Uh, I'm going to send the link to to Ramon. I'll have it up on our site tomorrow. I'll just say this: the I probably listened to the first 20 minutes already. Uh, I had no idea how long it was, and uh, then I had to get on and do this show. But but if you and it's not just for people that are owners of bitcoin okay so uh but this has to do with a at least uh casey research saying uh that the g20 meeting the world could uh ban most of the cryptos out there matter of fact i think they you know 99.9 percent of them talking about the only ones that are going to be around are going to be the ones that are issued through the government and and it does tie in. You know, they make they make a lot of good points in, in the video. Uh, remember what we talked about? I, I want to. I don't know if it was earlier this week or late last week in the writings at the St. Louis Federal Reserve, talking about how they 
envision that their role in cryptocurrency and saying that, hey, you know what, we're not going to issue a currency. What we're going to do is force all payments to go through the central bank. And, and, and the ultimate big brother, if you will, and of course at that point, if that's the case, Right? There is no other form of currency. Right, Everybody's got to register through uh, the central bank. Uh, I don't know. I will do this, though. I, and again, uh, these are people, uh, you know, Doug Casey's been around for a long, long, long time. You know, he's a credible guy. They do a lot of good research there. But I'll put it up on the site tomorrow i what i was gonna play and maybe i will maybe i can work with ramon and maybe we'll play some of it tomorrow uh and again i haven't listened to the whole thing but i've listened enough to where at least you need to know i don't know if that's going to happen or not but it'll be up there and available to you uh there's some new information that i was unaware of uh that that they've talked about uh eb tucker uh, was the guy from Casey Research uh, that was in the in the video, and he was saying how because the lack of Americans who filed taxes on Bitcoin that the IRS uh, has demanded from Coinbase, which by the way for those in the United States that's the big I guess server or whatever that's where you go to buy and sell your Bitcoin, Coinbase. Uh, is being now forced to turn over all the records. And, of course, the IRS said they were going to do so, uh, according to what I read today or what I heard today in this video from Casey. Uh, that has come to fruition. Uh, and they're saying that the July the 21st, coinciding with a meeting of the G20, uh, and, again, I don't know, uh, but having said that, I think it's something where if it's not then, I believe they're on the right track because I've said it all along, right? I think Bitcoin uh, is going, and, and I say Bitcoin, and I, I, I really mean cryptocurrency, all these cryptos. They're going to go to zero because the government's going to want to control it. Uh, and that's just my opinion on it. And whether it's July the 21st or not, I think they're on the right track. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Gold's up six today. Silver's up uh, twenty cents. Uh, gold thirteen twenty. Silver sixteen sixty five. As the CPI came out today, that's the. They call it the Consumer Price Index, right? And it's supposed to tell everybody how good of a job the Federal Reserve does in keeping a stable dollar. In other words, hey, prices aren't going up too fast or they're not going down too too quickly and, and you know they're just right you know the goldilocks not too hot it's not too cold and somehow they convinced us that two percent is wonderful two percent devaluation of your money such a great thing isn't it uh but they but let's face it i was thinking about this this morning 
as because uh, as, I knew you know I knew the report was coming out. And and I'm thinking about you know in in in, in the business world you know you even in government that we set up right we set up these checks and balances you know the three ba- branches of of government and and, and uh, we we do in business right you you close your books every month and you do inventory you know if you're in uh like the retail game right you do inventory at least once a year right you have company come in and count all the stuff and do all that stuff and you you make sure hey no one's ripping you off and you got what you think you got and all that stuff why would we allow for the same group of people who are in charge of, you know, supposedly keeping a stable dollar, be the ones that can dictate what that means. In other words, the Federal Reserve, every so often, and we know they just change the formula, right? It's It's like the wolf guarding the hen house. Right. They come out with this report to say, hey, it was only two-tenths of a percent this month. Everything's great. But how did they come up with the number, and why were they the ones that are able to change what the formula is? And, of course, as we all know, all of us know that's not true. Did you see gas prices just this month? That alone is two-tenths of a percent. Uh, but nonetheless, it came in, and, and it wasn't as bad as it could have been, uh, which got uh, the dollar falling, gold rallying, silver rallying, and and I just kind of, you know, it really brings up this next question, and, and I'll, I'll talk about this video we're going to post again tomorrow for one more second. Well, a couple more, a couple minutes. One of the things that they did in the video, they started uh, – really making a timeline of all of the things that all and not just our government and central bank but all the things that have happened recently and i say recently that let's talk about like the last three or four or five years uh from uh the them coming out and what they're doing you know we talk about what the irs has been doing uh remember they, they brought up how remember the big banks Right, no more cash, no more gold and silver in your safety deposit boxes, and and talking about uh, you know the dealing in cash and how you know only bad people use cash and and all of these other things. And then they talked about uh, a lot of different meetings uh, that we hadn't even talked about here that have occurred and and major banks. Uh, Critically, brought up how uh, and I don't think I even mentioned this. MasterCard, uh, Visa, Discover, right? They all ban payments in Bitcoin. Talking about how the banks now, you can't even go into your bank. Let's say you have a credit card with uh, Bank of America or J.P. Morgan, or you have a mortgage with them, or any type of loan with them. You can't, you you cannot pay that in cash at the bank. They won't take it, right? And all of these other things, and all of these new things uh, that have been coming down the pipeline. So, so get ready for that. We'll have that up there tomorrow, and and I just think it's it's a if nothing else, I don't know about their timeline of July the twenty first, uh, but even if they're off on that, it is jam packed 
with information about all of these things where if you looked at it on their own, hey, Visa banned uh, cryptocurrency, or Facebook says, hey, you can't talk about uh, or promote cryptocurrency on Facebook anymore, or you can't put gold into your safety deposit box, or uh, the this central bank banned uh, banned all of their notes or their high denomination bills, like the five hundred dollar euro note. Right? If you looked at that separately, you may not be able to connect all the dots. Uh, and the, and if nothing else, what man? These guys are connecting them all. So so be ready for that. I want to encourage you to get out there. And, and most importantly, when you talk about why you want to have some wealth insurance, I think that's going to drive the point home. It's another bad day. Speaking of banks, Wells Fargo having another issue. Uh, matter of fact, they've had two different issues in the last uh, couple of months now. Another banking scandal. Banking scandals are happening with such regularity now, it's almost comical. And it really is. You think about all these banks and all the fines. Uh, just late last week, Goldman Sachs had to pay another $180 million or something like that fine. Uh, this one, though, another one from Wells Fargo. They got fined a billion dollars last week, what, two weeks ago, right? That was their punishment for ripping off all of their customers, right? A billion dollars. No one went to prison. I mean, nothing really happened except, oh, I mean, pay a billion and we'll forget about it. That was the penalty that they defrauded 570,000 clients. Oh, that was the car insurance scam. Uh, the bank's own estimates that 20,000 of their clients had their vehicles illegally repossessed, right? And we know about that, and we know about how they created all of these fake accounts. But now Wells Fargo is being investigated by the United States Department of Labor. This time, the bank is accused of deliberately pushing customers into more expensive, higher-fee retirement accounts. I mean, have they missed anything? And here's the other thing. Wells Fargo's the only one? Come on. Really? They're the only bad apple in the bunch. I highly doubt it. Uh, Accounts that are bad for their customers, but made the bank more money. Month after month, we continue to see Wells Fargo brought up on all these different types of of issues. So now they're being investigated. We don't know the answer yet. This is just an investigation that Wells Fargo, uh, in their 401ks and all their, their other retirement of vehicles that they are pitching to their customers, Uh, was set up for them to put you into products that made them a bunch more money. Then this morning, that was last week. Matter of fact, that may have been two weeks ago. I haven't gotten to it. This morning, Wells Fargo is acknowledging it improperly collected fee rebates that should have been given to a public pension fund while acting as its trustee. 
The bank said it made a mistake when it was setting up the rebate and said that $15,000 in fees has been returned to Chattanooga, Tennessee's Fire and Police Department funds. It was just a mistake. The bank made the statement to CNBC after the Wall Street Journal reported that the fund's board had grilled the bank last month over what it considered to be a suspicious practice in the institution's retirement and trust unit. So again, and this is part of the problem, it's a criminal organization. The mob would be jealous of these guys. The loan sharks treat you better. The, the quick cash companies would treat you better. At least, at least they're above board and honest about what they're going to charge you. And here's what really gets me. The, they didn't come out. It would have been one thing if Wells Fargo had made this announcement on their own. I, I would have still, let's face it, I would have still hit them. But I would have at least recognized, hey, at least you're coming out and saying, hey, you know what, we did this. And, and, and we caught it. And we're going to fix it. Not what happened. What happened was the Wall Street Journal ran an article about it earlier today. And now they're coming out and saying, oh, yeah, we did this. In 2016, Wells acknowledged pervasive issues with its sales practices, including setting up more than 3 million fake accounts, and we know all that stuff. Now, according to the article from the Wall Street Journal, Wells Fargo was caught by the Chattanooga Pension Fund of essentially, you know, I don't know what you want to call it, a, a, a mistake or stealing 15 grand. I mean, one or the other, right? I mean, it can't be both. Uh, but or maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe they mistakenly stole it. <laughs> How are they still in business? I mean, this is supposed to be right. This is why allegedly we created this central bank, right? You go back uh, to the original doctrine, right? They were supposed to be the watchdog over these banks. And now, you know, when we find out time and time and time again that nothing really happened. The consumer gets hit, the pension funds get hit, whatever they've dealt with. I don't know that they missed anything. Every single thing they had their hands on, they've been found of what? Misdoing. And, if, and I'm sorry, but I don't believe for one second. Now, Wells Fargo may have been the worst of the, you know, the baddest of the apples. But you can't convince me uh, that they're the only one. And really, when you think about it, it's probably why no one ever turned them in. You know what I'm saying? Why none of these other... Why wouldn't Jamie Dimon come out and say, that's impossible? Remember uh, the guy that turned in Bernie Madoff, and they wouldn't listen to him, right? They didn't listen to him because they wanted to believe Bernie Madoff and said, even though he showed them the facts, that it's impossible for him to have the returns he's saying that he's having. And he showed the SEC all the documentation and all that stuff, and of course, they didn't do anything about it. We haven't even heard that. Not another single bank anywhere was like, hey, that's impossible what they're doing. 
Right? Remember why Warren Buffett used to tell everyone what a great bank they were? Uh, because they were they were the best at what they called cross selling. That's what they used in the you know, cross selling in the industry. Hey, you opened up an account with us and then we got you to open up this account and that account and take this loan and set up this retirement account. They were great. Well, when you're overcharging and ripping people off, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, how about this one? Remember Enron and the rolling blackouts in California? Well, apparently, according to California, rolling back blackouts may be back. I don't. Hopefully, there's not an Enron behind it. California's electric grid operator has forecast that power supplies are going to be tight this summer due to below-average hydropower production and reduced generation, according to its assessment released yesterday. The California Independent System Operator, the grid operator for the state of California, says that the system's capacity to serve customers will be very tight and high load periods this summer. Here we go again. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Earlier this year, the FBI's own disciplinary office recommended the firing of its disgraced former deputy director, Andrew McCabe, and Attorney General Jeff Sessions pulled the trigger. But former deep staters sprang to the defense of McCabe as if on cue and tweeted insults at the people's leader they hate, President Trump. Chief among the chorus of former bureaucrats was John Brennan, who ran the CIA during Obama's second term. Brennan admitted he voted for the Communist Party in 1976, so it is unsurprising he would rant against Trump's effort to clean house. Quickly, McCabe received multiple job offers from Democrat politicians to bolster his pension, which would be at additional taxpayer expense. He could also garner big bucks from a lecture tour at liberal universities, or, like his mentor James Comey, write a self-serving book with a hefty advance royalty. Better yet, McCabe could form a band with Brennan, Comey, and James Clapper, all of whom are out of their positions but still dominate the news. They could name their band Deep State Blues and perform to empty houses across middle America. Trump played to a packed house in western Pennsylvania days before these developments, delivering a magnificent speech that was decried by the media but loved by the grassroots. Trump laid out how he is trying to exercise the evil that permeates D.C., and D.C. is fighting back like a trapped animal. Fortunately, Trump does have some allies on Capitol Hill on this issue. Senator Rand Paul rebuked Brennan for his attack on Trump, pointing out that what is really disgraceful is how Brennan had the power to search every American's records without a warrant, and how that's an attack on the freedom of every American. In another example, the IRS has refused to stop the use of 1.3 million stolen or bogus Social Security numbers of employed illegal aliens, and this has compelled the fearless Tom Homan of ICE to risk the lives of agents by conducting raids across the country. The public overwhelmingly opposes employers hiring illegal aliens, jobs that could go to Americans, and the IRS could easily stop 
the illegal employment without putting the lives of enforcement agents at risk. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And we think it's time to take Washington back from the power brokers. At phyllisschlafly.com, we're organizing a grassroots movement to stand against the deep state bureaucrats who control government. For the latest strategies, go to phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. 800-951-0592. Uh, gold is now up seven and a half. Uh, silver up twenty. What? What? Twenty-two cents now. Uh, Sixteen seventy on silver. U.S. Silver Eagles. Have we been talking about it? It's here. Uh, so I have no uh, backdate silver eagles uh, available uh, today. I apologize for it. I did nothing I can do about it. Uh, rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles are now at $400 to the roll. Uh, today I've got uh, no no Saints, right? We've, we're going on, what now, day four, day five now, uh, without any raw $20 Saints. We, we ran uh, 62 and 63 Saints to kind of make up for that. Those are gone. Uh, today I've got about 50 U.S. $20 liberties, and here's how it's going to work as we start to see this supply disappear, that that uh, we, we, we've kind of seen sellings come to a stop, the buying has really picked up, and and, and we're seeing it here. We, we This is by far the busiest we've been in the last 18 months, without a doubt. We're going to start seeing premiums rise. You know, we just saw it on the Silver Eagles. Uh, we're seeing it now in the in the gold market. When when we start going out of stock, uh, then then what happens is the these wholesalers out there that the, that are all over the world, and we of course we do business with the biggest one. They start paying more for stuff. And when they pay more for stuff, they start just more for it. I mean, you know how that works, the law of supply and demand. Uh, but I do have about $50, $20 liberties, thirteen ninety five, so below 1400 bucks. so that it's still, really, when you think about, you know, Colt 1320, 1321, just a fantastic opportunity. Uh, and then just start looking we're going to start seeing about $10 increment increases uh, in, in the, in the uh, $20 in gold, uh, Liberty, and St. Markets uh, until the supply and demand get back in line. Uh, and right now, we're probably against uh, what I would say normal markets. We're probably 50, about 50 to uh, $75 under price so that we've got a ways to go i don't be surprised uh if, if things go the way uh casey research says that's going to be happening in july uh, i would not be surprised to see those premiums immediately snap back uh bank of america was out the other day they reiterated uh what jeffrey gunlatch said the last week remember i told you last week 1375. Everybody keep your eye focused on that. Uh, you want to be buying gold before it gets there. 
Uh, they essentially reiterated the research that that Gunlatch already did that that gold when it breaches 1375 will again race to new high so uh be prepared for that get ready for that will that tie in with the event uh that Doug Casey and his group are calling for on July 21st we don't know but it's starting to make a lot more sense and then uh, this one you know where I'm keeping track of how the Chinese oil futures contracts are doing because I wanted to see I know that they started off uh, you know really good right and, and, and it was new and, and I thought okay that's not a great sign for us but it's new maybe uh, now that it's been you know we're coming up here on what six seven weeks now of this contract maybe things are slowing down it's not what's happening a little more than a month now since China officially beginning, uh, began offering oil futures contracts denominated in the yuan currency. Early results continue to be extremely positive for this contract to, over time, take more and more market share from the West and the petrodollar. And again, remember, there's only really one significance here. Think about the Iran thing right now. Right? Iran has gotten to the point now where they don't need to sell their oil in dollars anymore. So, yes, the United States could sanction them, but they people can still buy Iranian oil. They just don't need dollars to do it. And then they got to, you know, the, the repercussion would be, well, then you're going to make the United States mad. China doesn't care. <laughs> what are they going to do? Right, they're going to do it. So I think so are a lot of you know we we you know Germany wasn't on board, France wasn't on board, right? A lot of these other countries weren't weren't on board, and they don't have to. They're saying now the new currency swap agreement uh, on May third was signed between Nigeria and China. They've already signed swapped agreements with Iran, Qatar, and Venezuela. Now, of course, Venezuela's really not producing much oil right now. But think about it. They've, done, they've set up these agreements now with Iran, Qatar, uh, now Nigeria, uh, which is now that's the fourth OPEC nation now to, to work out these agreements with the Chinese. Uh, the Central Bank of Nigeria signed a currency swap deal uh, worth $2.5 billion uh, to, with the People's Bank of China to provide adequate local currency liquidity uh, between the two nations. Uh, the newspaper reported this morning citing a high-ranking official in the Central Bank of Nigeria. And then they start showing all the contract volumes of the contract volumes on the Chinese oil contracts or futures contracts for uh, buying oil or using the ability to hedge the oil market in Chinese currency continues to be extremely strong. Uh, China now says that it has direct currency swaps with more than 30 nations, including, well, some of the big ones you may have heard of, Japan, France, 
Australia, right? Of course, the ones, the oil ones that we've mentioned. Uh, China now, along with others, slowly but surely taking away the need for countries to own as many dollars. They're talking, and I just want to get in there. I'm sorry, I'm just reading this here. The the they're talking about how the People's Bank of China now uh, and the Chinese have become the largest investor in all other emerging markets in the world now uh, and saying that all of those nations are more than likely going to be signing swap swap deals uh, with the Chinese government. So just one more thing here as we watch this contract here. It's not slowing down like I was hoping, actually gaining speed. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Uh, We got a blast from the past, but before I get to that, I just got an email uh, from the Arbullion Bank in in California. They they just told me they've got a hundred more rolls of half dollars. So if you want to get something, right now, U.S. Silver Eagles, you're going to be paying $3.25 over spot. Uh, they're not at 130 anymore. Obviously, silver's gone up quite a bit from $16 now, almost 1675. $135 a roll on the pre 1965 silver half dollars. I've got a hundred of them, so if you want to jump on that, uh, the the price per ounce, you're right at about two dollars, uh, just a, a, a pinch over two dollars an ounce uh, over spot on the silver halves uh, versus the 325 over spot on the U.S. Silver Eagles. And, and uh, while, we were, while we were on the break, we got a, 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 the doorbell ring. Homer's here. Hey, what's up? What How's are you it going? doing? Uh, First of all, you're all sweaty. I just got to tell you, it's hot outside. It's Arizona. It's Arizona. The furnace is back on, but, but the, the, you told me you're, you went and hit a bucket of balls. Yeah. See, yeah. we started our, our golf thing. Our summer of golf. Summer of golf, because... Once it got gets hot, no one plays golf anymore because you you got to have brain damage to be out there in the heat. That's where we come in. That's exactly right. And so we're, we're, we're getting competitive again about it. You are not allowed to hit golf. You know, you can't practice. Practice. We're talking about practice. Talking about practice. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what? It was a good morning to go do it because uh, – I worked late last night. I got a full day of stuff today, and uh, so I have a window of opportunity. I thought I'd go ahead and bucket a ball. I'm going to say this. This is what's what's hilarious about what he just said. Oh, I've got a full day of stuff. It's almost 10 o'clock, and you haven't done anything other than hit a bucket of golf balls. I had a cup of coffee. That's about it. That's about it, man. That's about it. I, and I'll tell you what. I, 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 You're living the American dream. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. But, you know, with all those things come adversity and have come uh, 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 victories and all that stuff, I'm just another guy out here just trying to carve out his piece. You it's know what tough, I mean? right? It's tough. It's, it's tough. tough. Uh, you know, I'm still running my independent search business. I'm actively working for... I swear, just about every contractor here in the right. Valley, whether it's a uh, general contractor or heavy civil, 
and we're always looking for project managers, estimators. Same uh, thing, right? So everybody needs, from project engineers to estimators to pre-con to project managers, and everybody wants the same guy, right? Well, you know what I'll tell you is Nancy Pelosi and those liptards would have you believe that everyone in the country is just devastated by the tax breaks that were given. Let me tell you what it's done. Jobs, jobs, jobs. Not enough people for those jobs now. And right, they all want the same guy, right? They want the guy that's about 40, maybe 35, that's got 10 years' experience. They don't want the guy that's 55. Yeah, if you're, if you're, yeah, if, that's too old. If you're getting silver, you're getting, well, unqualified. <laughs> Just a little unqualified Put if you've too way. much silver. You may want to get the Grecian stuff out, right? Absolutely. You know, it works. Let me tell you, it'll help any situation. Or you could do what I do. I don't have a gray hair on me. Why? Because I shaved my head and I got rid of all my facial hair. I swear if it came in, I would look like Santa Claus. That's what I look like now. And I'm only, you know what? You're a little older than me. A couple of three years older than me, right? Right. Maturity, not included, right. but yeah. But yeah, older. right, right. And I'm as gray as can be. I got gray hair everywhere. It, it's, it, I don't even, I'm only 47. It wasn't supposed to happen that way, but... Uh, I, I'm so glad you popped in, and, and uh, I know I, we, that a lot of people keep asking what happened to him. He's not dead. Uh, he's out there actively getting involved. Apparently, his day doesn't start until 10 a.m., uh, but but neither here nor there. Uh, life is good. You tell him what you want. Hey, yeah. I'm just saying. Let me, let me, I'm jealous because I, I was driving to work at about 5.30 this morning. I hear you. I hear you. It's a grind out there. You know, like I said, I used to say this all the time. Everybody's broke. It's just at different levels. How hard are you working to get that bill paid? I don't know. <laughs> well, speaking of broke, apparently Macy's is having more issues uh, again this morning. This whole retail thing, and it's so funny because I was just talking to one of our customers yesterday and telling them that, that all of these retailers, they were all bought by these hedge funds. And when did they get bought? They got bought during the crash when the rates went to zero. And all these hedge funds, they bought these companies. You know, these huge companies. You think about Sports Authority, Toys R Us. Sears is owned by a hedge fund. Uh, Macy's and, and all of these other companies. They didn't put a single dollar into these. They just bought it with debt. And now that the interest payments are rising, None of these companies can actually afford to pay, make the debt payment because they don't get a loan like we do. Like, you buy a home, you get a 30-year fix. It doesn't matter what the interest rates do. You're locked in unless you refinance, and this is your payment every month. Businesses don't do you. You don't borrow billions like that. What you do is you're like, I want to pay the least amount of interest possible. And so the shorter the loan terms, the smaller the interest payment is. So they are, they do real short loans, one-year loans, maybe two-year loans, because they want that interest payment to be really, really tiny, because they didn't actually put any cash into the companies. And their plan was, well, hey, in two or three years, when the economy gets better, we're going to unload these things to make a bunch of money. Well, 10 years later, it didn't get any better. 
And now interest payments are rising. So when they got to go and the, the new interest payments are due and they look at the new payment, they can't make them. You got problems. And this is, you know, this is why I say we've got at least 15 to 20 percent of all publicly traded companies, well, what I call zombies. And they're just like this. Morgan Stanley saying that Macy's continues to suffer challenges and is going to be, well, I guess closing more stores. I, I don't know if a bankruptcy filing will come, uh, but they are definitely struggling once again. Patriot Radio News Hour, a blast from the past was here. Final segment coming up. Final segment here. U.S. $20 Liberties, $13.95, right? Gold's up 7 today, $13.20. Uh, there, there's about 40 now, 40 of them available. And then after that, we're, we're going to probably see, uh, you know, a $10 increase in the price of 20s. Uh, U.S. Silver Eagles, we know the story there now. So now, now you're up to $400 a roll. A better buy today. We got 100 more rolls of half dollars. Uh, they just got available today. Uh, they're they're in our uh, one of the largest bullion banks in the country in San Diego. Uh, they're, they're at one hundred and thirty five dollars a roll. Uh, so at one hundred and thirty five dollars, I'll just give you the exact number here. You're paying eighteen dollars and eighty one cents. So about two dollars and eighteen cents over spot on rolls a half dollars today at eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two. That is our toll free number. But I wanted to talk, Homer, about your your oldest, Austin. He's graduated from college. Yeah, a year ago in May, he grad or March, he graduated from Grand Canyon University with a a bachelor's degree in business. A bachelor's degree in business. He's working two jobs right now. Well, I'll tell right? you this. He immediately took a job with the, an IT firm right? as a media content coordinator for a company that had multiple websites, and it was the most boring job. He's like, Dad, I don't know how people do this for a living. i got to get out. And he wanted to pursue his passion. So he went to work for a youth detention center in downtown Phoenix where he is in charge of a handful of young boys that are essentially in juvie. And he's a counselor there. And he's always been a, a counselor type, like growing up in, and when in Anthem, like he was very active, one of the church youth leaders and all a, that he stuff. He's highly and, involved in HSM, high school ministry. And uh, in fact, he's just graduating another group of boys from that group that he was involved in. And so, yeah, he's really involved. But, but in he's that. working at there, he loves it. But he doesn't make any money. Yeah, but right? if, if he's lucky, you know, you're making uh, a little above minimum wage. But, right, he, he's going to still be living with mom and dad with that job. Unfortunately, yes, he does live with me. But all my food. All of that's a but. He's taking matters into his own hands. Well, yeah, he had a door open for him, um, uh, and that door is in pharmaceutical sales, and it is. It's an interesting thing. I mean, I don't know where where he gets it from, but he's essentially working two jobs. In the morning, he goes out and sells from 8 until about 2 p.m., and the youth detention center, he works a swing shift that goes from 3 p.m. to midnight. So he gets home at around 12.31 because we live way north. You know, that commutes a little bit of a drive. And the kid fills his belly, goes to bed, and he's up and selling pharmaceuticals. All over again. So he's working two jobs. And believe me, it's tough. I mean, him and his friends have tried to get, you know, an apartment together, have tried to get, you know, 
I'm telling you, with and these are all these are they all got degrees. They all got degrees, and they can't do it. And they're they're they they do the math. Okay, if we all go in on it, let's start at wait. Uh, no, no, no. I can't swing it. I can't swing because by the time you factor in not just the the rent, you got to buy food, you got to pay the utilities, you got to you know this that the renters insurance, all that stuff. Next thing you know, they all you know that's a thousand dollars a month. I don't got a thousand dollars a month. I can't do it. And even with roommates, when he lives with mom and dad. He has the lifestyle of occasionally buying a new pair of sneakers, <laughs> taking his girlfriend <laughs> out for a date, actually having a little coin in his pocket. You know that's fun. You know, it's just an interesting thing we're going through, because I asked him the other day, I'm like, how much money have you saved up? Yeah, What's in your yeah. vault? What's in your vault? Because it's getting about yeah. time. 800-951-0592. Great to see Homer. Thanks, the past. Take care. Have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow.